this podcast for women of color. It's a safe space to tell our stories and to talk about the issues we face on a daily basis. And I am your host, Karen Davis Thompson. This will be a quick one and a solo episode. It's the last episode of the season. Super excited to be able to just say a quick hey to all of you as we end the season. Uh, Take a bit of a break and uh, produce a few more great stories that we'll be bringing to you in the coming weeks. But May is such a monumental month for me that I just had to say something. Um, And I told you guys that I'd give you a chance to celebrate with me a little bit in my birthday month. So my birthday was May 14th, which was also Mother's Day. Both, of course, important to me. But it's also Mental Health Awareness Month and Foster Care Awareness Month. And so I just wanted to touch on all of those. I do this every year around my birthday. um, And I just think it bears repeating. So here we go. First, if you have any interest in foster care, I encourage you to really, really, really research it and take a look at it. I am a former foster mama, as you know, and it was one of the greatest honors of my life to be able to impact those babies in the way that we, um, the way that we could and to be there for them um, and give them what they needed during that time. Um, it truly, truly was an honor. And so if you have a heart for that, if you have the time, I encourage you to really, really um, take a look at it. And I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about it. I was a young foster mama um, and I would do that all over again um, just to be able to see them thrive. My first foster child came to us um, at, um, gosh, she was about nine months old. I wasn't able to hold her bottle, couldn't really sit up. And just in a little bit of time that we had her, we were able to kind of pinpoint some of what her issues were because she was the only child we were focusing on. The foster home she was in had multiple children younger uh, but she was the only baby in our home and we were able to really focus on her um, and help her to start to sit up and hold her bottle and I think the day for me that was the best um, she really had a really 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 um, flat affect just not a a lot of emotion and I picked her up from daycare one day and she was playing with a little toy you know how you have those toys where they lay on the floor and then they can pull up on the um, little bars and whatever is on the little Um, mat that's in front of them it's over them and she was playing with that and I got right in her face and stood there and called her name and smiled and she squealed Uh, and I could have cried because it was like she recognized me and um, it was just a beautiful moment Uh, she didn't really respond to her name so the first time we were in church and somebody called her name and she turned her little head I was just so excited to be able to help her in that way and to be a part of those moments. Uh, She just needed some people who could focus just on her. Um, And I was grateful um, that God gave me the opportunity to be that person, to be that foster mama, to get her to her forever home. Uh, And so that's my plug for that. Uh, It's an important month and it's something that's near and dear to my heart. And as you know, May is my birthday month. Super excited about that. It's a milestone birthday for me. And my birthday was on Mother's Day this year. So we decided to make Mother's Day about Mother's Day and we will celebrate my birthday next weekend or this coming weekend. So I got a few more birthday shenanigans. I'm excited about that. Uh, But if you want to help me celebrate, as you know, my sisters and I started a nonprofit, uh, Sisters Empowering Women. Uh, We work with underrepresented and at-risk girls in high school grades 9 through 12. And even though that's really the uh, group we work with, we do have one community event we do every year. It's our back to school bash where we give out backpacks full of supplies to kids K through 12. And we are in the process of trying to get to our goal of 350 backpacks. 
Um, 100 more than last year. We had 250 last year, and we gave out about 30 minutes before the event was over. Um, and so we're hoping to be able to increase that by at least 100. Uh, we have uh, games for them to play while they're there. Vendors out there, we try to make it a fun afternoon. Um, and they also leave with a really great backpack. We want the backpacks to be all kinds, Nike, Jan Sport. Um, you name it so that they have a really great selection. And so if you want to help me with that, I'd appreciate it. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and for Mother's Day, I was so excited. My baby boy, I know he's not a baby anymore. People tell me that all the time. But he's my baby. He gave his mama candles. I love burning candles. And there are two places that I get them from. And he paid attention, y'all, and ordered candles from one of my favorite spots for Mother's Day. And then he gave me a gift card to the other one so that I can pick out a few from there. So I was really, really honored by that. I got to speak to my baby girl. She wasn't able to be with me on the big day. Um, and that's okay. I have learned that I have to meet her where she is. And she just wasn't up to it that day. And so she's supposed to join us this weekend when we celebrate at my parents. We always do like a family dinner. And so that'll be this weekend. Um, and that brings me to the last thing that I really wanted to talk about today. As I said, it's going to be quick. Um, but as you know, I have a child who struggles uh, with a mental health disorder. Um, and so May is always a month that I want to stop and honor and talk about because it is something that impacts my life on a daily basis. Um, and so there's just three things I really wanted to leave with you today as it relates to Mental Health Awareness Month. And the first is for all of us to remember that there's no shame in getting help if we need it. If you need therapy, get that. If you want to consider medication, do that. Whatever you need to do for you, do it. And don't be ashamed. Obviously, you don't have to run around with a sign, right? But it's nothing to be ashamed of. Take care of that the same way you would um, any physical ailment that you're having. You make those doctor's appoint appointments without shame, make this therapy appointment with no guilt, no embarrassment, because um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's the first thing I wanted to uh, talk about is just removing the stigma. Um, and one of the things that I'll link to here is also conversations I've had in the past with a really great guest, Natasha Pierre, where she's talked about um, the importance of taking care of our mental health. She gave some really, really great advice. And so I'll link back to that as well. But that's the first thing I wanted to say. The second is to always remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. And what I mean by that is if you want to be there for your family, if you want to be there for your community, for your friends, um, you got to first take care of you. And if you don't do that, you won't have the energy to be able to help someone else. And so take that mental health day if you need to. Um, do what you need to do for you. Say no if you need to. Don't take on that last project that you know is going to make it stressful for you. No, as I'm sure you've heard people say, is a complete sentence. It does not require any explanation. It's just no. Um, and so I want people to remember that if you want to be able to pour into others, you must first make sure that you've poured into yourself. Um, you cannot give what you don't have, <laughs> you know, so your cup needs to run over if you want to be able to give to others. And so take the time to do that, uh, whatever that means for you. Please take the time to do that. And the last thing I wanted to say is really for my mamas who are like me and you have a child who has a mental health um, issue, disorder, disability, I want you to release yourself of whatever guilt you may be carrying as it relates to that child, especially if you're in the 
boat I'm in, my child is legally an adult. And I've talked about this many times. That doesn't mean that she has capacity to make the best decisions. But the law says that she has the right to. And so what I can do for her, I do. And what I can't do, I give to God. Because there's nothing that I'm going to be able to do about it. And if I stress myself out, when there is an opportunity for me to help her, I'm not going to be in the frame of mind to be able to do that. And so I want you to release Whatever it is that you're holding on to that you feel like you could have done, should have done, let all of that go. Do what you can. And if you are a religious person as I am, give the rest over to God and just ask him to be there for your loved one to do what you cannot do. Uh, because that, that's, that's really all that, you know, what worrying about it isn't going to change the fact that you can't solve this problem for him or her. There are certain things that go on in my daughter's life. I, I, I can't solve it for her. I, I just can't. Either she won't allow me to or I've explained it 50 million times and because it's not what she wants to hear, she ain't listening, whatever it is. And so I want you to give yourself permission to let that go. And I want to be um, I want to say thank you to the people in my life who have helped me to find my way to that. And I guess I said three, but I'm gonna throw in a fourth one. Find your village of people who can support you and who can help you to realize, baby, you've done all you can. Um, she had a therapist that she saw for years and I just love her. She was her therapist, but she was mine too. And she was one of the first people to help me release the guilt of not being able to do certain things for my daughter. She helped me to remember because she was walking it with me. We saw her on a regular basis from the time she, my daughter was about six until she was probably, oh gosh, 14, 15. And then we saw her as needed from then on until as late until maybe 19. And she was one of the first people to tell me, you have done all you can do. Now, walk in that, know that. And let the rest go. And that's really difficult because that's my child. But it's no different in some ways than having a child who does not have that mental health disorder. When they become adults, our role shifts. We are now advisors. We can't tell them what to do. We can advise them. We can say, I don't know if that's going to go the way you think it's going to go. But the decision at the end of the day is theirs to make. And so um, I just wanted to leave you with that. Um, as we talk about mental health awareness in the month of May, I'm so glad that more and more people are comfortable talking about it because mental health is health. And we need to acknowledge that as much as we acknowledge physical ailments. Um, and so that was really it for me. As I said, it was going to be quick. Um, I hope that that was helpful to someone. Um, and again, thank you to all of you for the well wishes for my birthday and for Mother's Day. I truly appreciate that. And if you have a story that you want us to consider as we prepare for our next season, you know what to do. Hit me up at KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. Again, that is KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. That is all the time we have. I'll be sure to post pictures of my birthday celebration this weekend in case y'all want to see what I was able to get into as I celebrate this milestone birthday. So until our next episode, be blessed. <laughs>